Greetings, welcome to Sacred Streets. My name is Babashola. I'm Kita. Ogunbola. Yes, and we have a special guest for you today, our good, good sister, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. But before that, just want to let you know that this is our family, and she's going to talk to you uh, about being a, a young Ifa practitioner, priestess, um, and an Atlanta native, and how all that married together and uh, where she is right now in her journey. I said, thank you, bye-bye. Um, hi, Sacred Streets. My name is Osho Remy. On a Sunday, if I live while, um, I just want to do what I do when I um, introduce myself to Ifa. <laughs> Say my home name, but no, yeah, that's me. I am a mother. I am an Osho priestess. I am to Ifa devotee. Um, um, I am slowly becoming a community leader. Word. So, um, how old are you? Just for how old am I? Twenty-seven. Okay, I'm twenty-seven. All right. And how how long have you been practicing uh, Ifa? And how long you been in the tradition? I've been practicing Ifa for twenty twenty. I got my hand to be five in twenty twenty. Okay, what is that, first of all? Okay. You want me to explain or are you going to explain? You can explain. You sure? Yup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the hand of me fire is a, is a, it's a shrine. Um, um, just like you would have a, like an altar. You'd have an altar. And then on the altar are sacred objects. And the shrine is where the tools of the Orisha are housed. The shrine sits on an altar and it becomes a vessel. And so the hand of Ifa is a shrine for a person's destiny. And it has um, uh, do's and don'ts and your blueprint of how you're supposed to conduct yourself spiritually. Yeah, so I got my hand of Ifa on um, January of 2020. And I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. I didn't even open it for like months. And then I came back for another ceremony. And I was asked by one of the Babalawas, have you been doing O'Shea? And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And then he was like, come back in four days, we'll do O'Shea. Um, I don't think I missed O'Shea front. So let me recap. So I met Oshun Raimi at the time, Raimi. So what's interesting is her name is Raimi. That's my name. R-E-M-I, that's her born name. Given name from birth. Her mother's not Yoruba. Her father's not Yoruba. But her name is R-E-M-I. And the, I think the first time we met, I invited you to the shrines. And then, I don't I didn't see you for a long time. No, I bought No, I bought You came for a job. Second, right? Yeah. But way before all of that, I remember one day just pulling up to Campbellton. And I walked in there, and you was like, "We was what? I've been waiting on you. You sent a Remy. and I was like, "Right from the internet. That's right. That's right. That's right." I was like, "Who are you?" And he was like, "I'm Baba Shola on this place." I'm like, "No, you don't." Because like, Yang means mother, so I know you don't. He was like, "Come back for a reading." So then I came back. I got on reached out to terminal so, Oh, yeah. And then he see me for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I knew from the beginning that you were gonna be where you are now, but when I didn't see you, I was like, damn, that's one that 
could have, you know, you know how you feel like you see somebody with potential, you're like, dang, she or he gonna be whatever. And so then you came back, and then that was when you actually started to like practice and come around. And we had the shrines over here. Um, and yeah, it's it's been all since then. Um, so just kind of if you would tell uh us, because a few of us don't know you uh that deeply, um, tell us um from the Atlanta shouting, I'm from around here, around the way perspective on how if I has changed your perspectives, uh, how practicing has changed how you operate with yourself, your children, your community, how you look at things now. Just kind of go into that free flow, okay. feel comfortable. I'm cursed. Uh, yeah, just, just don't, you know, okay. don't use 12 in a row, but, <laughs> but yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Be yourself and be comfortable. And yeah, so we'll really feel you from where, feel where you're coming from. Okay. All right. So, my most recent experience with uh, watching file work has been okay, boom. I learned to do a certain type of work, right? And I'm called to do this work for an Elan, which is a spiritual house. I go do this work. Okay. And let's back up. My mom passed on uh, November 2019. Um, the accident. The accident only left one person there with her at the time, right? And I remembered his name from the paperwork. So I'm doing this spiritual work a couple of days ago. Uh, the very first person that comes for the spiritual work has the exact same name as that person. So I go, I ask my Google. It was like, yeah, I'm like, no, no, that's not that wow. And then I have somebody throw a pellet for me, which is a spiritual tone that we can communicate with the fox witch. Um, um, the Odu that fell was my very first Odu that fell for me when I got my first read. So yeah, I'm still watching the Uh, Make miracles. Like for real, for real, make miracles. Things I prayed for at the very beginning still like coming into fruition now. Um, It's beautiful. Um, I've seen People in the same spaces that hurt each other, <laughs> be in the same spaces or be able to be in the same spaces with those people because of Ifa. Um, so yeah, Ifa is huh. it's lit. That's interesting that you say that because, um, in my experience, I've seen uh, where. Well, I think, this is my opinion. I'm just going to go out there on the limb and say this. I, I think that Ifa is the antidote for saving the souls of our people. Um, because, like you said, people who normally, I'm going to say it like in a, in a, in a regular yeah. setting, a regular. Like, like a regular nigga setting, It'll be on site, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you said this, or, or there's a misunderstanding, or whatever it is, there will be some kind of rip that will blow up into some kind of verbal something, or even physical in some cases. But I've seen that, I've seen two or three people in the same room that you know they got problems. And because of the tradition and the respect, they 
keep that outside. And even after the ceremony, don't even take it outside. Take themselves home and go deal with themselves. That's one layer. Another layer is I've seen where rival gangs, rival gang members have been in the same ceremony, same Bembe, Tambor, Guido, like we talked about, like these various ceremonies, and you know there's beef. Yeah. And these brothers are hugging each other, saying, Alapia, talk about peace. And you know, communing and connecting on levels uh, that are so much bigger than them that they become somewhat of like spiritual programmed robots almost where they're so into the ritual that they don't even know about the ritual fully, mm -hmm. but they know Obatala is white and Obatala mean peace and I love Obatala and I love my hi and I'm going to be good. Um, yep. And that's all they got, you know what I mean? And that's what they work with. And so, you know, I've seen priests work with young men and women from that standpoint and produce beautiful citizens and human beings yeah. from extreme ghettoism and negadoms. They know they ain't being inappropriate when it comes to the yes. It comes to the all uh, being a devotee. Yeah, yes. but I'm saying, cause when you do right the streets. I'm bigger than the program, but when you come to certain cities where you got respect for, I ain't bigger than the program. I know I'm just a part of it. <laughs> so, you know, what what was going on out there, it ain't going on out here. Now, when we go back out there, it's all totally different than when we hear singing and praying and give an offer to the government. I should. That's real talk. Real talk. I have a question. So, I'm the newbie. You know, I just got my hand actually on Juneteenth this year. And <laughs> right. Um, when you first come to Ifa or you come to a botanica, I feel like people who are at least curious, that kind of carries you, right? It's like you don't even have any fear. It's, it, it, to me, it felt familiar. And I don't know if that's the same thing that you felt, even though it was, you didn't really know much it still feels familiar. And I don't know, what were you feeling initially when you were first introduced to it? Um, well, when I was first introduced to it, after I got that Arisha determination, some of the things that he said for me to do, I did it, or I began I, to fully trust this law. And so whatever Baba said do, I'm gonna do it. He said, none of this, I'm learning. He said, come and do this ceremony, I'm gonna come do it, yeah. Um, I've been like that that entire time. So yeah, um, it was a trust one for me. Okay, it was a trust one. Hmm. Do you have that with other authoritative figures or the figures who are in a not a lot, not a lot. I'm not really big on trusting people. I don't. This is not a. But when I do, I'm all in. Yeah, so that's interesting. That because what both of y'all just said talks about. Uh, our store is is not really a store, it's a center. Okay. More than a place to buy stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a welcoming ground. Okay. For our people to take the fear out of practicing, get some words of encouragement or information. And if you want to take a step forward, there's places for that. And why that is is because back in the day, 18, 20 years ago, when you walked into a botanica, 
first of all, they weren't owned by us. Nope. That's one. I don't know. Second, if you didn't know what to say, how to say, and what to ask for, you might get put out that botanical. That's that's what Like, oh, Jamar's my witness. And when you knew what to ask for, what to get, there was no information to say you should probably do this or do that, or right. you there was that just didn't happen. So um the fact that when you said walk into Ifa and immediately said walk into Ifa or Botanica, that's amazing because that is what we did. <laughs> that's a blessing. And and for for Sharami to say the trust thing, because that's what builds the trust. Yeah. It's because when you come in, it's transparency. It's like, okay, you ain't gotta be afraid of this stuff, first of all. It's yours, it belongs to you, it's your birthright. Yeah. Secondly, you can do this, 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 and this to help yourself, my brother and my sister. Yes. Right. And so that that is that is the part that that I think is is the meat of what we're talking about in our community, is that first of all, the trust. Because I know all my life I've had trust issues, even to this point right now. And I consider myself a developed, worked on <laughs> man, you know. Imagine a man that's 22 that's been through what I've been through in 50 years, mm -hmm. he don't trust nobody. Mm -hmm. And so for those kind of individuals to come here and say, Baba or Ia, I trust what you say and what you give me, and I'm gonna, in a way, submit yeah. you know, to the religion and what you've done or built, it's an amazing thing. You know, it's a it's paradigm shifting. And in Atlanta, we're seeing how it's shifting so fast that it's becoming a whole nother expression of spirituality. Yeah. Because now, like the metaphysical person that's just doing stones and crystals is down with he fought too. Yeah. You know, and before 20 years ago, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that 15 years ago. If you did just stones and crystals, you may have knew about a Ifi, but you wasn't doing it too. Because after spirituality was kind of like untouchable. It was off right. air. It was offset, you know. But you could do your sage and those things. But like now, metaphysical, being black and metaphysical in Atlanta means you practice Ifi too in some kind of way, or at least you know your Orisha and you're yeah. taking that knowledge and and connected with nature through that African lens, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. Do you do spiritual work? What is your spiritual work? Or do you work with someone who helps you with that spiritual work? What you mean by spiritual work? So, well, it could be inner work. It could be things that you help others facilitate. Maybe you did readings, you know, all okay. All that good stuff. I didn't do readings yet, baby. Yeah. Uh -oh. But um, I do ritual. Okay. I don't do any type of readings or anything, but I can help with ritual. Like, I know how to be a Maureen. Mm -hmm. um, and I know how to PC5. And I try to piece Dorisha. But So you can do... Uh, so you can do also work as well, right? I can take my wrist. I didn't move for also. It is a lot. It's a lot. And 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 the, the reason why we have this young lady sitting here is because she's one of the extraordinary people 
uh, that have come around uh, that has really taken it seriously um, and, you know, put our money where our mouth is, basically. Uh, and from from zero, at, like knowing nothing about the Orisha, to actually having a handle on understanding the language of the Yoruba people, yeah, understanding the customs enough to be able to assist people with their life. And so there's a, there's a point that she's not bringing out that's a little bit deep into our culture type of thing. And so a person that's initiated two, three, four years in, right? Normally that person will stay under their godfather or godmother and like, like work under their person. So because she's done the work at the shrine for people so many, so many times, she knows the prayer of everything. So there's a thing that's called, you have sanction. Okay. Like, like, like Ebola, for example, Ebola was like, he learned the prayers and all that and just start going out and doing stuff. He's in violation. Um, you got to say, hey, Baba, I need to show you. Or Baba, is it okay to, to do this? Because then the, the priest says, yes, godson, goddaughter. And, and not only is it permission, you transfer your energy and I say empower into them. Because that's how we got it. You know what I mean? So we go to our godfather in Nigeria and say, Baba, you know, we say, okay, do this. Okay, okay, yes, it's okay for you to blah, 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 and be listening to this. Not only is his words given us, it's the it's the sanction of all of our ancestral family that are priests that says, okay, now Shola or Bola or Remy, you have the power of all of us. Even if you don't know the full thing, Right. So that goes back to our first lesson episode in mm-hmm. Oto the Formation, where if colon is the first thing you put on the ground, I do not know. Mm-hmm. If water is the first thing you put on the ground, I do not know. So that 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 also applies when you're in tutelage because mm-hmm. I don't know everything and I've been practicing twenty five years. Right. My godfather's been practicing all his life. He still don't know everything. Right. But it's it's not about that. It's about your lineage and who you're connected with and what they're letting you use. Yeah. And then you get it and then you pass it down to somebody else, your children and your godchildren and all these people. And so that's how the Ashe is passed through. And so does she have help? She has plenty of help because even if I ain't there, she has my Ashe. She has Baba's Ashe with her because that's how it's given, you know, even though I may not be sitting there watching her actually do the work. Yeah, it's kind of how it works. You mentioned Godfather. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people who are introduced to Rifa get a little caught up because sometimes they don't need a trustworthy uh, godparent. And I feel like we lucked out. <laughs> we, we came We're to so a great, great place. We have a great healing. Yeah, we have we can trust. But that is a struggle that I know people out there are like, how do I find one? I need a godparent. How do I find one, especially one I can trust? Because, you know, it's all source out there. Um, I just, Who want to take that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, whole I, mean, I mean, you know, when people come to me and ask me, I just tell them, I say, look, bro, you a no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So it's just like, I, I just don't. Go super deep and be like, hey, you need to get help. You need for a 10 point questioning. 
an example, I'm like, bro, you know your spirit. Your spirit will tell you that you're not in the situation you in. Mm-hmm. You know you go somewhere, you're like, hold on, boy, this shit ain't right. You know, been there, play. I know. You know, bitch, you know, you know, went somewhere, like, hold on, man. Something don't feel right. So, you know, you keep, if you constantly give me feelings around the person you suppose to trust, now you got, then we got to step outside yourself and, like, okay, who, this, this is not right for me. That that's just the basic. That, that's that's how basic I give it to him because I don't want to be bro. Because I ain't that person to sit here and tell you, no, nah, bro, you don't need to go to no folk, and no folk might have been right for them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's not for me to tell you. Mm-hmm. You gotta tell your stuff this, but you gotta be in tune with yourself yeah. to know if you in that type of situation. Yeah. That's how I just keep it basic because nobody you know. Man, boy, you got now said what? Don't go to no folk even. Nah, we ain't gonna do it like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just gonna be, bro, just listen to yourself. So it sounds like that's the first step. Like you employing your own ori, like you, you tapping into yourself. It's like, it's good practice. Because I don't know you. You know you. <laughs> exactly. Who know, who know you better than you? Right. You feel so. I just. <laughs> and the thing is, when you get in there, when you have those experiences, practicing the first law of, of Ephah, sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice what you want because it ain't right? And that's where a lot of people go wrong. You feel this ain't right. Hmm. I smell something ain't right. I see things ain't right. Uh, but I want this shit so bad. Mm-hmm. And you end up staying yep. because you want it so bad. Mm-hmm. And so that's a crossroad of sacrifice. Because if it's meant for you, but this situation ain't what you want it to be or it's not a fit for you, most times it's good to just let it go and start again from the beginning. And then next time you know, my priest, my Bible, my EI has to do A, B, C, D, F, G because over there, I didn't feel Mm -hmm. right when this or this was happening or going on. And, you know, that's, again, you know, knowing yourself and trusting yourself. Um, oh, I, I I would like to ask, answer that question. Um, how? The first thing to do is do your research. Do do diligent research. Like if you were going to to like get a mate, and mm-hmm. you knew that that mate had friends that you know, you gonna say, "Hey, what you know about homeboy?" Mm-hmm. You know, or or. You should date such and such. And I didn't need And then you find out. So most of us don't do due diligence when they're into this. They just say, oh, he looks like he knows what he's doing, or he can recite some stuff that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Or he has the 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 look and the personality and charisma. And I'm going with it. And, and that's not always good. So I would say first do your research. Whatever that is. Cause me and you both know people that tell them charismatic yeah, but don't but y'all talking about a pure snake. We all know that in the church. In the church, in the mosque, and in the in the, yeah, in right. the temple, everywhere. Absolutely. Everywhere. And so that will be my advice, just to, you know, your your advice one is to like know what you feel, trust it, and know that your gut, which is also already, you know, your gut. And your your head 
If it's telling you something, it's it's truth. That is your first line of spirituality. Outside of ancestors, ifa or anything, it's this and this. And so go with that and then do your research. If something don't line up, it don't look right. If, if three people say the same thing about this person, you're like, well, something got to be lined up with this because all three of these people saying the same thing about this person. Because when you ask him about Bama now, he don't answer the phone. And it's true. <laughs> so if 10 people say that, no, that he don't answer the phone. So if you have abandonment issues, mm. I'm not your person. Because my, my thing is to abandon you. I want to leave you on the cliff by yourself to yep. see right. how strong you are. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. But I'm going to hang you on the cliff to see. <laughs> That's how I do. That's all bullshit, you know? <laughs> so, if you know that's and so and that's a small thing, you know. Right. But you have to apply that in all situations. If you know that they say this about this person and that's something you can't deal with, don't go just because you want to be something or want to be a priestess or don't go. Just wait. Or have patience. So that's the second rule, sacrifice patience. Okay? And so all these principles start to work those spiritual principles, even before you even get into an Elay or with a priest or priestess, mm -hmm. and you're doing that within yourself, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. We got another one for you. Okay. Born and raised in Atlanta. How you letting your folks know, hey, I'm Ifa now. They're going to be like, oh, congratulations. They're going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. that. Uh, how did I let my people know? Well, I was born in Savannah. Okay. But I've been here for a long time. Um, how did I let my people know? I just, they knew I was doing something different. <laughs> they real. They just knew. They just knew. I just, I never felt comfortable um, in an orange church ground. Okay. I don't know why. I just never did. I used to deliver mail, have to deliver mail to a bunch of churches mm -hmm. in the West End. It would feel weird. Mm -hmm. But then I would go out to these graveyards and these cemeteries delivering mail, and it's like it's nothing. So it's always been that for me. Um, but yeah, they knew I was going something different. And then when I went, um, when I went to Nigeria and I did my ceremony, I didn't care about posting pictures by it. I didn't care about posting pictures with you know dressed up afterwards. Like I was, I was happy for me. So uh, my Family didn't really realize what I was doing until I was open. Why go with better? Friends too. Your friends but too. was like, "What are you going over there for? Who are you going to be staying with?" I'm like, "Damn, I'm nervous. Like, I don't even know." You and I, girl, like, happening? Who is going with you? Not all right. Should they trust the process? I tell them, you know, some of the experiences I had, like the one I had. Regarding my mom, my family, they're like, wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So they, they see you working. They see the difference in me. They see that I'm not hot-headed. I'm not who I used to be. Yeah. All around the board. Right. Yeah. So they see you working. Yeah. Yeah. So so let me know if this is off limits. And, and if so, we can just keep moving. How, how has your experience in this tradition helped with the the passing of your mother mm. and the, your your concept of death. Okay. Um slide off the Okay. 
um, at first, I don't think I ever really had, I don't think I ever really processed like what death is like religiously. I just knew that a person was gone, that's it. Right? Yeah, no more. But I also knew energy never dies. So I'm like, oh, I don't really know. But you know, with this, um, when I went to Nigeria, one of the first things that was said to me was, oh, you brought your ancestors over here to support you. I'm like, what? <laughs> and that's a real thing. So like, I, I didn't have a concept at first, but now I know I can honor these people and call their things and give offerings and still celebrate with them and still, you know, we can still heal together. Whatever we need to do, I can still utilize these people to get certain things that I'm looking for in life and for them to continue to bless me in these ways for me school. So, yeah. Um, healing me with the passing of my mother, when that happened, I remember saying to myself, all right, spirit, I'm going to let you take over. Mm -hmm. um, I agreed, mm -hmm. but I kept moving. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't stay stagnant at all. Mm -hmm. I just kept moving. Mm -hmm. And so do you see, do you see a difference in, because I know your children practice. I know they're around it. You know, yeah. they, they are Ifa children. Um, do you see a difference in how they relate to each other and you? Heck yeah, boy. I went to a birthday party today with my kids. And every child, when they got in there with their mama, their mama was trying to tell them what to do, something to do. And they kept saying, I don't want to. And I kept looking like, my kids would never. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't ask you what you wanted to do. That's just not what we do. And then also with me as a parent, uh, when I first begin to practice. Baba Shola said to me, why do you, why you be beating on them all the time? They not even bad. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what else to do. He was like, so what you gonna do when they actually do something to deserve a beating? Oh, I was like, I can't kill them. Right. So I stopped whooping my children and then I started to talk to them. Mm. Uh, they know. Hey, I mean, you don't want these problems. You get disrespectful with your mama, you might trip and fall and bust your lip right after the type <laughs> stuff. So. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that's That's the. So, mate. How, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know the circumstances, but was it, was it, were you already? No. With, how did that all? If I brought me all of the tea, come on, God, smell the tea, come on. Yeah, if I brought me mate and more children and happiness yes. and career and just everything. So, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, was he at the Z-Way? Yeah. Girl, I thought if I know them, holding out. What's, what's, what's going on? Wait a second. I came when I, after I got my hand and I came back for that second ceremony. And I was sitting in this room and he brought me some, he was like, you want some honey? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I'll take some honey. Like, I don't know, some weird thing to offer something. Yeah. Um, and then I realized later down the line. Not John. Yes. And I'll wait for it too, but, but no, my, <laughs> I did. That's my doubt, though. Yeah. I did. I went for it. And I was like, this man that gave me offerings, but he went about it the right way, I believe. He asked Baba Shona. I'm still allowed to open, yeah. And I, like I said, I trust her. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I guess that's only day this way. <laughs> I'm just playing back. That's a little bit. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's awesome. And you mentioned leadership in the beginning. Um, what? First, what kind of leader do you see yourself being? First question. And the second question is, who do you want to affect in your leadership? Like mostly, what's your, I guess, target audience okay. in your leadership? Um, I think my target audience in my leadership, uh, at first I was thinking like, okay, maybe it's just women who are like me who have multiple children, know that there's something else out there, who knows from her, uh, well, this is somebody I can come talk to. This is somebody like to support me. This is somebody that ride with me. Those types of things, and we have those type of people in our Ely. Um, but I'm realizing it's men too. It's men that, that need support from a woman that's not a real friend. We don't understand like a real friend, somebody to really talk to them, somebody to really tell them the woman perspective of whatever it is that they're going through. So that would be my total, my target audience. Um, um, yeah, I guess a leader of Elon. Elon, okay. But what I got from this conversation so far, probably the the biggest thing it's not the biggest thing, but it's significant. Is there's no people who are in this practice or the system. They don't look any type of way. You would think that they like, oh, you fit the description, you know, you got the locks, you got the the beans, and but I don't think it works like that. You'd be surprised. Yeah. He's actually there are doctors, like legit doctors who yeah. practice this, and there are real, real, real hood niggas, and there are really, really rich people and yeah. entertainers, actors, diverse. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody practices. I think the biggest surprise for me, who I find out was a priest before and ruled him. Before I swear to God. You know, when he did Ghost Dog, I was like, Wait a minute. Yo, something going on with this movie. I'm like, he knows something. And yeah. He was a little too good in Black Panther. He's Yeah, definitely in. Um, but yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of entertainers that are practicing Epa. Wearing the leggings openly. Mm-hmm. I've seen Usher with them on. I've seen yeah, Future right. with them on. I've seen, <laughs> seen Savage. Well, you know, Jeremiah. But Savage. I mean, but yeah, it's just, it's just like, it's no big deal to them because it's 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 regular life. It's like, yeah. you know, Christian, I mean, fine. Yeah. No big deal. I like when Future said, uh, next for the B, shit, about to get spiritual. Yeah. I was like, yes. You know, somebody made me go look back at uh, D'Angelo's. Uh, what's the one? Voodoo. That... Yeah. And I was like, oh. he was probably the first one to come out like on an album that I've seen. Yeah. yeah. All D'Angelo's. Yeah. 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 It's true. And those were mine. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the point being, it's not just beats, you know, like activated. They they mean something. They're protection. There there are a lot of things, you know. So it says what you've been through because if you have those beads in your neck, you've been through something. Mm. And those who've been through that know what you've been through. And mm-hmm. and depending on your house, 
they know how long you've been in, what you've been through to get to that level. And yeah, and it's it's always respect because you like, you just don't get those. Because even if you buy them from a store or Botanica and just put them on, they don't have the same. Like you can look at them and see them ain't charged. Right, right. You right. just know. You right. know, you get them like, oh, them for real. Yeah. And, and it's the same set of necklaces, but you can look at those and see that they real. Right. You can look at those and say, no, those ain't real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got them all weeks. That's what it is. I'm going to All right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sister. It was so nice to meet you. It was so nice to meet you. Hearing you share your story, I hope that it could touch someone else and it's relevant because there are a lot of the stories about just different people coming into this and sticking with it and seeing it change their lives. So, thank you. So before you go, drop drop a um, plug for your business. Um, I have Remedy Florida Water, okay? Who else make it Florida Water? Being Florida. <laughs> it's an OPAA's Botanica location. Um, you can also order from me from Instagram, the Osho Rampy Collection. And don't spell my Osho with no H. It's T H E O S U N R E L I. And so, what is what is your what is your is your Florida water? Is it handmade? Is it something you buy and put a label on it, or is it? Nah, that thing. You just stand up. Place it out there. You gotta take all the Florida water. There you go. The real thing. This Florida water is prayed over. I buy all the ingredients and I make it handcraft. We're thinking and I let it sit for thirty days and I pray over it and I bottle it and me and my kids put the labels on it and we push it out. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm Sacred Streets.